We just wrapped up with Lem Adams, the founder of GameFit in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know if I can say this, but that that might have been one of my favorite, definitely top five, probably top three for me. Well, and like me too. Well, the the energy, I feel like of the episode just kept getting like more and more and more. And he just had so many just great things to say. And I I mean, at one point I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, crap, like how is it already an hour? Like, why are we done? Like we're done already. Oh, it flew by. Yeah. Like you just, I feel like we definitely easily could have talked with him for another hour. It was one of those things where, um, you know, like the first episode we recorded and I'm just so mesmerized by our guests talking in their inspiration. I'm just sitting there like, okay, keep going. And (laughs) I'll forget to ask something, you know, and he just did such a great job with just kind of, um, just taking the lead and running with it. So absolutely. I feel like this, it didn't, didn't quite happen like it did in the past when we first started, but there was a moment where I, I'm like, I feel like I could keep talking, but I don't want to do that. So I try to look at you a little bit and you weren't, you weren't quite, like you said, mesmerized or spaced out like focused, but you, but you were, yeah, I could tell you were was, close. Like, oh no, she's gonna do it again. I know. I'm. Lo- <laughs> I see Josh looking at me th- from the corner. Of the he's like, "Hey, Deb, it's your turn to ask a question," and I'm just like, oh, "Okay, okay." But again, as as much as if you've listened to this yeah. podcast, that sounds like I'm making fun of Deb. Yeah, which I've okay. done before a I few can times. Be spacey yeah, but it really isn't. It's actually it's in all seriousness. It's a good sign when that happens yeah. because that just shows how incredible a guest is. Right. And um, you know we've we know a lot of coaches and athletes who work with with mm-hmm. Lem and they've had nothing but great mm-hmm. things to say. And yes. so um, if you follow him on social media. Mm-hmm. You understand it. If you don't, you definitely should. Yep. You'll get all that at the end of the episode. Yep. And then he also has a podcast coming out. Or no, it just came out today. Today, yeah. Um, called In Game. In the game. In the game. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. In the game. Um, yeah. with his with his friend Damien. So, yeah. um, definitely check that stuff out. But yeah, if you know him, if you've seen any of his stuff, you can tell he's very passionate about what he does. Yep. Very intense. Very focused. Mm-hmm. But has a huge heart for all of the athletes and their families mm-hmm. too, which I think is probably the most impressive thing for me at least. Yeah. And when you can combine all those things, that's mm-hmm. basically what we're about here at the Character Combine. So yeah, um, yeah. definitely check it out. It was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Great. And uh, yeah. yeah. See it. ya. You have to listen. Okay, bye. <laughs> now it is time. Now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine. Character Combine. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, ready? When he goes beyond the scoreboard, the scoreboard. Coaches, coaches, I want you to have the type of voice, type of voice that your athletes will hear decades later and still recognize Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. And I am Deb McCollum. And today, today's guest is Lem Adams, the founder of GameFit Sack. What's going on, man? Hey, man, I'm, I'm good, man. Thanks for having me, no doubt. Yeah, so how long have you been up today? So we, oh, today, oh, I started, oh, man, I woke up, my alarm clock goes off at 2.50 every morning. So okay. What time do you go to bed? Uh, typically, like, 8.39. <laughs> I know, some, you know, late nights oh on Friday, Friday nights, I don't get to sleep till about 12 o'clock. And then back back at it, but I'm a, I'm a, this, our, this is our first time actually meeting, so we appreciate you coming on the podcast. No, man, I appreciate you guys having me for sure. We, I follow you on the character combine follows you. I follow you personally on Instagram, and I've seen your stories. And I think it was two weeks ago. I've been going to the gym in the morning, like early for early for me. It's like uh, four four thirty, right? Yeah, that and is I was, early, right? But I was le- I was leaving feeling really good. Then I scroll through Instagram and I see Lem. It's like, hey, just you know, start my day at two o'clock. I'm like, dang, you got two uh-huh. hours on me, two and a half hours on me. So that no. wasn't feeling so good. <laughs> nah, but you, you know what? Now it's, it's just kind of been part of part of the routine. So 
it's oh. it's all good now. So now it's just accustomed to to what I do. Okay. Now, do you get up that early too for you to train yourself, or are you training people? Um, both? you know, I mean, it varies. It depends yeah. on. Typically, most of my clients start at four fifteen. I have my first session at four fifteen, but. Okay. The times that I have sessions at five o'clock, mm-hmm. uh, typically I get to the gym at four. I'll clean mm-hmm. up, make sure everything's situated in there, yes. and then I'll work myself out because yeah. you know I gotta, I have to get my work in too. So for sure, it's always about finding time for myself to yeah. to get my workout in as well. Yeah, well, it's it's wow. impressive, man. So I just wanted to, to just say that right off the bat. He he's been up for a long time and yeah, thank he's been you. Grinding for a long well, time. and with the with the um, time change, I know we were just talking before Josh walked in. We were just chit chatting for a second, and I was like, it feels so late. It's I know it does. I'm driving dark. here, and I'm like, because typically, like when I get to Capitol, it's normally light outside. Right. Yeah. So now I'm like, what? I can't believe it's dark. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's a great opportunity. I'm 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 appreciative of the opportunity yeah. to come out here and hang with you guys. So. Yeah. We it's good, that. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Cool. It's all good. We Thank appreciate you. that. No doubt. So we'd like to start off all of our guests with some warm-up questions. Yes. This is this is the hard-hitting Come stuff. Come on. No, it's all good. There we go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Des got those for you. All right. I got three questions for yes, you. Yes, yes. Okay. First one. Have you heard of – I've and I've asked this to, I think, one other guest before, this first question. Have you heard of the show Amazing Race? I have. I I've, I've heard of the show Amazing Race, and I think I've watched it a few times, okay. but – I'll be lying if I told you exactly if I remembered it, but <laughs> I, I have heard of the show Amazing Grace. Okay, and I can't, I don't know if we established last time if they still do it or no. They don't still do that. I, w- I want to say yes. I don't watch TV anymore. They I don't do. watch okay. much TV either, but so, I think they do. It's just, you know, you have an Amazing Grace, you have a partner, and you go on this um, crazy, like, uh, almost like a giant scavenger yep, hunt going yep. from, like, country to country anyway, and you got to be fast and yes. smart and everything. Yes, So anyway, if you were to be on that show, who would you bring along as your partner? Uh, my wife. I definitely nice. bring my wife. She's I just because, you know, she's she's super smart. Yeah. So I'm going to be the risk taker. She's going to be the one that's going to kind of put everything in line for me. So there you go. I yeah. definitely got to take the wife with me. Yeah. That's a good call. Good answer. Definitely good. Take good. It. Yeah, for sure. I would <laughs> take my awesome. wife, too, but I don't think she would take me. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> she, she, would, she wouldn't take me. She'd take yeah. me for just being there. But oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm good at what I'm good at, but I'm not probably good at the scavenger hunts. <laughs> oh, I'd be terrible for sure. Yes. And I wouldn't be good at the physical stuff either. So yeah. I'd, be, I'd yeah. struggle the whole time. No, so I'll she's say, got she's a different partner. <laughs> I said, we can't be good at everything. So it's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So have you, so I'm going to piggyback off your question yeah. a little bit. So we had Nicole Root yep. from the Titan Games. Yep. Yeah. What, what about something like that? Would you be interested in doing something like that one day? Hey, I mean, I'm, I'm always willing to take risk and different challenges. So, hey, why not? There we yeah. go. There's why not? Very good. My well, going back to the Amazing Race. So my sister and I actually auditioned for it and like oh. sent a tape in and everything. And oh, we didn't hear back. But anyway, <laughs> that would have been something because she, be cool. um, I, uh, she's more in the smart category and I'm more in the okay. I don't care. Let's go and I'll yep. do whatever she. That's me. Yeah. And so anyway, so that would be my part. At least you sent the tape in. So yeah, for <laughs> sure. There's a lot sure. of people we that tried. didn't send that tape in. So <laughs> right. they talk about it. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's yeah. right. She yeah. set all of that up, and she's like, "Okay, we're doing this," and I'm like, "Whatever." So anyway, yeah. <laughs> maybe next time. So, <laughs> question number two. Yes. If you could jump in a time machine, would you rather go into the future or in the past? Um, I definitely probably go in the past, and the reason why I probably go in the past is not to like recreate it. Um, but just kind of to make sure that future that I'd had some different changes in the future. So okay. I would go in the past, not change the past because that's kind of what is, is, is kind of allowed me to go through challenges and yeah. struggles and learn from, right. but definitely to make sure that in the future I will make better choices. Yeah. Um, so I would probably go in the past. The future is one of those things. It's kind of one of those things you just, I'm excited about, you know what I mean? So yeah. 
the things that I've learned from my past has kind of taught me that now, man, just live day by day, give everything that you got, and yeah. and then the future is going to take care of itself. So um, I, I'm excited about the future. Yeah. Uh, I don't regret anything that's happened in the past because it's made me kind of person that we are, I am today. Yeah. Um, but I definitely like to go back and say, man, you know what? Let's let's make sure we make the right choices uh, in the future. So nice. the future is going to be a good thing for me. Yeah, that's good. That's I good. like, yeah, because I think if you know the future, it's not as exciting. It's like not. you just said, like it's yeah. exciting to not know the future and to just it's kind definitely of look not. forward to yep. all that. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for, for what yeah. the future holds for myself, my family, and and, and the brand for yeah. that what we do. Yeah, that's for awesome. sure. That's a great Very answer. Cool. Absolutely. Yep. So the last question I ask every single guest this. This one actually come on, this is tough. Come on, let's go. I'm Only ready. two people have been able to come right away back with their answer. Okay. Um, if you could pick any song out there that's already out there, that's already been recorded, that kind of um, culminates your life and who you are in general, what song would that be? Oh, now, I think the two people that answer that question, they're going to get that better uh, than I am. <laughs> Man, it messes everybody up. Uh, yeah. You know what? You're not um, alone. You know what? That's that's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, I'm I'm pretty familiar with all the different genres of mu music, but, you know, when you sit there and ask it that way, it's kind of, I would have to think about it a little bit more. But, um you know, I, I, I don't, I okay. don't know. How, how much time I got for that answer? You how can, much I got time for that answer? We've had someone uh, like message us a week later, and she's like, "I got my song. Yeah, Here it she, is. she got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, so you have no time limit. It's okay. Yeah, um, so you can let us know later. You know you what? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let you know. I'm okay. gonna let you know that one Think later. I'm gonna let you know because I want, I want to be right on point. Think I don't want to just that. make yeah. something up. Yeah. It's a tough problem. question. It, it is a tough question. It is tough. And I feel bad, but I don't feel bad whenever I ask yeah, that question. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> no, she doesn't feel bad. It's like the, what, the yeah. Hey, I'm, look, I gotta oh, yeah. look, I'm, look, I'm looking at it like this. At least I got two right out of three. Yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. all good. And that's, that's spot that's, on. That's, that's good. That's passive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's passive. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you survived, man. Yeah. That's the warm-up. Yeah, it's all good. There you go. You survived the worst of the worst. That's, that's right. So now, now we'll jump into it, man. So we like to start off with with all of our guests. What's your athletic and coaching background? And where did you start off? So I'll tell you what, my my I've been... You know, I've been fortunate enough to – I played multiple sports growing up, um, but I played high school football at Oak Grove in San Jose, okay. class of 97. You know, we still we, – we're still, you know, recognized as one of the best teams out in San Jose. It's changed now, but – Okay. Um, and then I went on. I played uh, football at Washington State before transferring on to Florida a where I finished up. What, what position? Quarterback. Quarterback, all right. I was a lot okay. thicker now. I know you guys are looking at me now. I was <laughs> – I was a lot heavier. Yeah. <laughs> Worked out with the Niners in 2001. Uh, unfortunately, didn't make the team. And then I started playing arena football from nice. 2001 to 2011, okay. off and on. Um, Who'd you play various for? Various places. Oh, man, various. I was in San Jose. I was okay. in Arizona twice. I was in Chicago. I was in Washington State twice. Um, so a little bit, a little bit of everywhere. Nice. But I uh, was for and, and in in Stockton. I played for Stockton when they had the Lightning as well as the yeah. Wolves. Right. Um, so I played in all the leagues: Arena One, Arena Two, the Indoor League. So I've been my last year playing arena football was 2011. Okay. Okay. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. So nice. I've trained. I've trained ever since 2011. Okay. Um, as well. So I've kind of been around the around the sports and. Okay. That, that arena so okay. never right. got away from it so, yeah so i have a question because you're yep. I, I didn't realize you had the arena football background yeah. so when you get to that point in your playing career mm -hmm. where okay you say the niners didn't work out and yep. you have to make that choice and you're yep. saying okay well maybe arena is that a 
for a, uh, an athlete who's played just regular normal football their yep. entire life is that a weird mindset shift to you say, know okay, what i, I mean do. you know what i mean it's interesting because my my experience uh playing the outdoor game versus the indoor game was kind of one of those things where i was playing the outdoor game and something i never thought i was gonna play arena football yeah mm-hmm. uh, but some of the choices i made you know I, I you know now the work ethic that i have is a lot different than the work ethic that i had in the past um so I, I thought I was never going to play arena football. I thought I was going to be playing pro football for yeah. the rest of my life. Um, but it didn't happen. So then when I made the shift to playing arena football, you know, it's still the game that you've been playing. I was playing since I was I was young. So yeah. whether it's indoors or outdoors, it really didn't. It didn't to me. It didn't matter. It really wasn't big of a difference. Obviously, the speed of the game because it's so close indoors versus the outdoor game right. was a little bit different. But you know, it's it's still it's still throwing and running and catching yeah. and competing. You know, competing and right. things like that. Obviously, the playbook at the highest level was a lot different than an arena league playbook. But I mean, you still got you still got teammates and you still got yeah. you still got games to win and you still got to compete. So for me, it wasn't it was just a great another opportunity for me to continue to play and, and play the game that I love. So obviously, different people's paths are are different, but you know, it was good for me and and it, it taught me a lot. So I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. Cool. Good. Yep. That's awesome. Actually, yeah. I tried going to a game so maybe like three years ago because I, I always saw the, the billboards for yeah. Santa's. What was it? Sa- San Jose Sabercats. Sabercats. Yeah. I always saw the billboards. So I was talking to my brother maybe like four years ago. I'm like, hey, we should go. Yeah. I had no idea that they were no longer yeah. in existence. Yeah, they're, then, they're no longer. It's a bummer. Yeah, I know it was. So they had the Wolves. San Jose had the Wolves in okay. between the same time they had the Sabercats. It was kind of like the indoor league versus the arena league. Got it. Um, different, owned by two different organizations. And then the San Jose Wolves actually moved to Stockton after the Lightning went away. So they Got went it. to Stockton for uh, two years, and I played with them when they were there. Yeah. And then they their last year was uh, that 2000, 2011 season. Got it. Cool, yeah. cool. Gotcha. I, could, I could talk about that forever, but yeah, we, we won't. We won't. <laughs> hey, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have them come back and you guys can both yeah, talk we, we, about We may that. have to. The yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. No, sure. it's all good. It's all yeah, good. Yeah. No, it's, it's all good. good. So how did your brand and your business game fit SAC Tell us how that when that comes into play and how that idea got started and just like just from the beginning. You know, it's now. you know it's interesting. Um, in 2011, I was working in the education field. I was a regional admissions manager for a company, so I was I was totally in a different. I've always played sports, but in between playing football and arena, I've always worked. You know, mm-hmm. so we practiced in the evening during the day. I had a I had a career job. Great great company. Uh, but in 2011, right before I started the company in, in 2012, it was kind of one of those things I wasn't, I knew I was, I, I didn't want to, I wanted to train. I wanted to be in the sports arena. I didn't see myself working a nine to five for the rest of my life. I wanted to be kind of more in control of kind of like what I did as far as my schedule and, and right. being around athletes. So, you know, I was training in 2011 more as a hobby. You know, I was, I was working with a few kids, kind of didn't like the way some of the kids were being developed. Um you know, just as a whole mm-hmm. and say, hey, wow, you know what, maybe I, I, I can I can start something up. So yeah. I started taking a few kids. I was training in my garage and it kind of got a little bit bigger than, you know, what I thought it was going to be. Parents were coming to me, said, wow, you train a little bit different. I've never seen anything like this. What do you do? So I kind of talked to them about my background, my garage. I was in a two car garage at the time. It got too big. I said, I started going to a park, started training before you knew it was 30, 40 kids out there. Wow. I was like, wow, you know, obviously we were we're doing a lot of community work, letting kids train for free and just, you know, kind of teaching them a little bit about what I did. Sure. And I was working with the company. I was 
I told my wife, I said, hey, I'm going to put, put my notice in. I was doing pretty well with the company. And my wife was like, she always knows I come up with crazy ideas. I said, <laughs> I said, you know, if I really want to pursue yeah. this as, as, as something I got to do full time, obviously I can't do both. If I want to be successful as a trainer and a business owner in that, you know, I can't, I, I can't be having a nine to five. So mm -hmm. my wife was like, cool, you know, we're going to support this decision. Next thing you know, I put my two weeks notice in and took a risk. And, you know, obviously the struggle, we, I didn't, I didn't know what it was like to be a business owner. I knew what it was like to to train and motivate and things like that, but I had never, never, I didn't write up a business plan. Right. People think like, how'd you start the company? How'd you get a loan? I'm like, I've never had a loan. I've never had a grant. I, every dollar we ever got, I put back into the business. So um, I don't know what it's like to, I never, I, I created my business plan as I was working. As you were, You yeah. know what I mean? I, sure. I didn't have spreadsheets and all these data systems to track clients. I literally just created an Excel spreadsheet. Every person that claimed through, I just typed in. So that's kind of like how I did it. Um, and mm. and then it kind of took, you know, we started we started getting some athletes and, and people started trusting what we were doing and, and, and what I was about and how consistent, you know, I, I would say that I was working. Yeah. And they just saw that, you know. And I, what I like to think is I know I like to be around people that I see working hard right. and busting their butt and working regardless of what field they're in. You know, you want to be around people like that and you want to support those kind of people. So I was fortunate enough that a lot of people came and started bringing their kids and and then it just took, you know, it was, I, I like to feel like we trained different and it was a good service. And, you know, I got, I have one pro athlete, James Sample, who gave me the opportunity when he was getting, coming out of, out of college to say, hey man, you've been there when no one else was there for me. Mm -hmm. I want you to train me for the NFL Combine. Wow. And he did very well, got drafted in the fourth round. And then, you know, players like Terrence Mitchell, who came out of University of Oregon, he said, hey, man, I want to, I want, I really, I like what you're doing. I like how you're doing it. Um, I like what you're doing for the kids and the community. Let's make this thing happen. And before you knew it, man, it just kind of, it kind of, it kind of took off. It kind of took off. So they were the ones that really kind of gave me the full opportunity. The community was the ones that kind of backed me uh, through some of the struggle and, you know, I just, I just, I just worked, I just worked hard and worked, worked my butt off, and then started getting some the right people around me and building some pretty good relationships and doing things right and ethical and and trustworthy, and and then before you knew it, we just kind of started turning the table, and you know, it just, it just started changing. It really doesn't. It almost seems like it happened overnight, and I always, I mean, obviously, we know. I don't know how religious people are on this, you know, but I, you know, it's one thing I like to say is. Is God, I know, had a plan for me, um, and I know he had a plan for when he told me to take that risk and quit my job. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, like, what in the world? Yeah. yeah. You know, but, I mean, you know, my wife never, ever, ever wavered from that. And, mm. you know, so when when the people that you want to be the most supportive are supportive of yeah. your decisions, I mean, you, it kind of feels right. So yeah. it felt right. And and now God is just kind of just I mean he he's he's in total control. So now I don't really make any decisions without kind of at least at least making sure that you know I used to make stupid decisions, meaning my own decisions, um, and things didn't go the way that I thought they'd go. But now it's just kind of like, hey, what do I need to do? And it's just like, who do I need to have around me? Who do I need to exclude out of my life? Who do I need not to be here? Who do I think is close to me but really is not? And now it's just kind of directed for me. So now I'm just kind of following his blueprint, so to speak. Mm -hmm. 
That's wow. awesome. That's man, crazy. there's a, man, I got a lot of questions off of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't even know where to start. This happens every time. We go down yeah, a bunch no, of rabbit, uh, rabbit, rabbit trails. Yeah, it's good. Um, well, first of all, man, I think that's cool for any any young athlete that's mm-hmm. listening or even a coach yep. that's a young coach or someone who's trying to accomplish their passion. I think hearing that would be a great thing because I think sometimes we overthink, mm-hmm. okay, I got to, you know, like you said, I, I need to learn Excel. I need to yep. learn yeah. this, this, and this. When really it comes down. Or they down, get scared. That's it. Or they get yeah. scared. It's so overwhelming yeah. to yeah. think well, about. Well, even for this podcast, it took us a while to get started because we're yeah. like, gosh, should we do this? Should we not? Yep. But yeah. really for you, it, it, what I took from it is like the work ethic. Yep. And when that meets your passion, some incredible things can happen if you're yeah. willing to put the work in and, and, oh, and chase that dream you have, which is crazy. Because right. I think sometimes we try to, we overcomplicate it, right? Yeah, and we do. Like, and we, like you said, we scare ourselves mm-hmm. off and it's like, no, nah, it's not that, it's not that serious. And I definitely know that I was, I was overthinking certain things. Um, yeah. When I first initially started it, sure. Um, I always started. I had all these ideas and all these goals and and what I wanted to accomplish. But then I started saying, "Wow, I have a lot of goals, but I'm not accomplishing. I'm not accomplishing my first goal." You know, so I started really kind of prioritizing what I want to accomplish first, what's important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what's most important to the people and what do they really want to see and what do they need because at the end of the day, they're the ones that are coming through the doors and wanting a service and I'm having to provide a service. So I said, let's accomplish this first. Before you accomplish this, then move on to this. Mm-hmm. After you accomplish this, then move on to the next. So I wasn't, I, I was not also not trying to please everybody and kind of just kind of prioritizing. Cause that's you know, it, that's, and I got better at doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think that happened just kind of through, like I said, through the struggle, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And no, then being sure. able to say no, you know, I say, I, you know, I, I like to feel like I have a big heart. Um, I have a big heart and and things of that nature as well and you know but sometimes when you people have a big heart sometimes they they never say no mm-hmm. you know they never yeah. say no so and but I I had to learn how to say say no instead of saying yeses and and explain right. the reason why you know what I mean you can't right. you can't you can't make everybody happy right yeah so sure. I like the whole just you describing everything like what I'm thinking the thing I was thinking of is like oh my he's just learning you learn as you go yes and absolutely. the important part is that you started and some people are just too scared to start and they overthink it like Josh said but um I think like Josh said that's a good message to just if you want and it doesn't have to be a business it could be yep. just a you know any oh, it's every, yeah, yeah anything whatever health. it is absolutely yeah. yeah you just you just start and you yeah. just learn as you go and you ask questions and you figure it out and hey there's google if you don't know, yep. <laughs> you know? exactly you, yeah exactly and you just go so that's awesome yeah wow. absolutely well i want to go back even further when you first you know kind of share started sharing your story you mentioned that when you first started you saw young athletes being trained in certain ways mm-hmm. that you didn't you didn't like absolutely can you give us some examples of what you were seeing that made you yeah think, I, I think change this i think i think when i'm at my best is that i'm being held accountable mm. you know what i mean um i think you know before I, when i was growing up you know being held accountable was different than the way that i look at being held accountable now mm-hmm. um being held accountable when i was a youngster it was kind of like if i did something wrong you know it's okay it's okay well yes it's okay to make mistakes but for me to really get better at some point it has to not be okay anymore mm. So, you know, I think when you're, t- when you're training youngsters, um, fundamentals are very important. Right. Uh, motivating them are very important. Um, giving them tough love uh, is very important. Mm. Holding them accountable is, is very important. Yeah. Um, but then also being able to, at the same time, show a lot of compassion and a lot of, yeah. a lot of heart to them because I think that's the way that they learn. And, and I, take, I take that very serious. So when I'm coaching... Uh, a youth, especially when I first started, that was 
my attention to detail had to be very dialed in. A, I knew I didn't have a big building. Um, I knew I didn't have the fancy equipment that a lot of uh, trainers had who, who were fortunate enough to have funding and a gym and a, and a nice facility to work out of. So I told myself I have to be very different. Um, and people would say, well, what do you think was different? I think my attention to detail and holding kids accountable to the outcome of why we do what we do, being able to explain every movement, whether it's a speed and agility, whether it's a football technique. And, and, and when I was doing that, I noticed that my athletes were performing a lot different than when they were just being coached mm. by a right. previous trainer or a coach in general. And I don't need to, you know, it's not downplaying, you know, coaches and, and things of that nature. Basically what it's saying is, is I, I like to feel like my attention to detail, my, my, my ability to hold and get the best out of an athlete of all ages is where, is where I excel. And I think that's because I, I know coaches care a lot, but I mean, it's, you know, when, you, when you're when you working at the lowest of lowest and you have something to prove to yourself, I mean, you're, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna, your attention to detail and just the focus that you have with every person that you come across is so dialed in versus I like to believe, my personal opinion is if someone has already feel like they've arrived and made it, they they might not give that much attention to detail and time and mm -hmm. compassion and things of that nature initially because you know they feel right. like hey you know what whether whether that athlete gets better right. or not you know it's it's all good but when you're when you're trying to make it mm -hmm. and you're at your lowest and you feel like you have your your, your back against the wall you're really gonna make sure your your work is is, is exceptional. Mm -hmm. That's really yeah. that's really good. Yeah, because yeah. I think. Um, it's yeah. got to be inspiring when you're, especially when you first started out. And I, and I can tell even this still applies now, but especially yeah. when you first started out, if you're if you're training and coaching a young athlete mm -hmm. and they see all that hunger in you, and you know what I'm saying, and they can, they can feel that, it's gonna. It, they can't come into your space and give a half-hearted effort, right? Because yep. it's like, oh, coaches wants it just as bad as I do, not just here in the gym, but in life. So I've got to make sure my intensity matches that same level. Oh, yeah. So. And I think when sometimes, like you said, when you miss, when you, when you get fed, you don't have that hunger anymore, yeah, right? And you get right. complacent, and then you start seeing people get lazy, and not just talking yeah. about fitness, but just in life. Right? In it's life like, in general. Yeah, that's right. why you see coaches that you know win all the time. It's like in players and teams that win all the time, sometimes they lose to a, a lesser team. Why? Because they got complacent. Mm -hmm. they yeah, got, absolutely. They, you know, settled in. So, right. um, man, I mean, I, I, like I said, I imagine it's got to be inspiring to all your athletes and seeing. Well, because anybody who follows you too. On, on social media, you can hear it in your voice. Usually, you're the one with the phone recording yeah, everything. Yeah. It's like, dang. Well, at one point, I thought DMX was talking. Like, I know, I know people. You get that? Yeah, I do. I, I get okay, that. I'm not alone. You know, my thing is just is just like I said, man. I I, I now yeah. I, I hold myself to a different standard. Yeah. You know, I used to think I worked hard, mm. um, but now I work hard and I work much smarter. Yeah. Um. So, and and I just I I I love what I do. You know, I really don't see it as being work. Um, I just, you know, I like to say now this, you know, people always say, well, what makes you different? What makes you different? I say, well, it's like a great parent or a great teacher. It's it's one of those things where if you're a good teacher, it's like people want to cheer you on for being a good teacher, yeah. but that's your job. You, yeah. I, you know, it's great. I, you yeah. know, I tell my parents all the time, I say, you were great parents mm. and they don't want to be cheered by for that anymore because mm -hmm. that's what, that's what they want to do. That's what they, that's what they should do. What makes those teachers and those parents so dynamic is the things that they do that other parents don't do, and that's the mm -hmm. that's how they affect so many different people around them, right. not just what's in the house. Right. 
And that's why teachers are such good teachers and people think you can just find a great teacher in any school. You can't, right? Because it's that teacher that everyone wants to be in their class. Everyone right. wants to show love to. Everyone wants to do all that good stuff with. Yeah. And uh, and I feel like I feel like that's so important when you when you find that it's it's, it's definitely something different. Right. And I got my coach up in the building. What's up, What's up Coach? coach? <laughs> How you doing, man? You know we got to give Coach Taylor some love. What's up, Coach? It's our first time having uh, someone just pop by. I it's always, no, good it's good. always good to see Coach Taylor. So he, he, he rolled in right when right when you're asking that question. Yeah. But that was I, weird timing. Yeah, that was. I yeah, think that was that's. Weird I think I, you know. I just think that's that's what you know. I think what makes what makes us different, and it's the same thing I teach my 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 trainers is yeah. is we don't just want to be recognized as yeah. trainers and good trainers because we're supposed to be that, right? That's our yeah. job titles. That's our right. duties. Mm-hmm. What what else are we doing? How many people are we bringing along? How many how many other people are we making better? Not just losing weight. How many people mentally are we driving to that next level? How many people are we inspiring within that hour of a session that you're with them? What do you, what else are you doing for mm-hmm. them? You know and. Yeah. And I, I, that's what, I mean, that's what it's always about. I'm supposed to be a good trainer, you know, and I like to feel that that's, that's the easy part though. You know what I mean? Making a person run faster, jump higher and things like yeah. that. But it's the other stuff. It's the, it's the, it's the kid who was being bullied and never had friends in school because they were like, they lacked confidence and then they come to our facility and then they're the most confident kid and their parents talk about how their grades transferred from having 1.0s to 3.5s and they feel like, right the facility and the people, the environment that we created changed that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, you know, so it's kind of like the stuff that makes us the best, I like to feel is the stuff that has nothing to do with the training. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause we're supposed yeah. to be good trainers. And I think it's the, I think it's the other aspect that makes, makes, makes us the brand. And it's something that the, the clients and the, and the, the trainers have created. And that's the, that's the ability to, to transform the mind and the body, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that I was gonna I was gonna ask this next question, but it's kind of answered for me because I was gonna say, other than teaching, you know, training them, you know, how to run faster mm-hmm. and you know the skill work of um, football and just um, how to be a better athlete. But how important is character development in your athletes, and how and yeah. how much do you touch on that? You kind of answered that. I already. mean, I think that's through yeah. the process when we first when we first have an athlete, a client. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first thing we start talking about is kind of when they come in and say, Hey, what's what do you want out of this? What are your goals? Oh, I want to lose weight. I understand that, yeah. but what you know? I mean, what yeah. what else do you want to accomplish? I mean, I mean, I mean, you you are you happy with what's mm-hmm. going on with your situation? I mean, how why do we, how do we get to this point? Mm-hmm. And what are we gonna to do to make sure that we don't get to this point again? Because at the end of the day, we want you to feel confident. I lack confidence because we have a form where you fill out it says. Mm-hmm. You know, when was the last time you, how often do you buy new clothes, this, this, this. Because, and those questions are on there because, Mm -hmm. because I want every trainer to go over there and make sure that every I is dotted and every T is Mm -hmm. crossed. And we make sure that these clients and these student athletes and these parents accomplish everything that they have set out. You know, we've, we've been on blood pressure medication. What are we going to do? Let's get, let's, let's make sure we get off that blood pressure medication. Let's, Mm -hmm. let's lose some weight. Let's, let's eat better. Let's do this. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. And they're like, whoa, no one's really kind of like, you know, cha- you know, really came at us that way. But no, that's how we're going to come at you. Why? Because, I mean, we're, we're held accountable to make sure that you achieve the goals that you have set for yourself. Just like when an athlete comes in here and they want to have a faster 40 time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they don't get faster, I tell everybody, that's on us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they sure. didn't get faster. Well, that's on us. What are we doing? Why, why do they not get faster? Mm-hmm. You know, so... We take that accountability, mm-hmm. um, and and that's that's kind of, yeah. yeah. and that has to flow right into 
their character, our character, and building building each other. Mm-hmm. I like that because it gives it a sense of purpose because it's easy yeah. to write down a number of like, okay, I want to lose Absolutely. 20 pounds. <laughs> yep. right. And to only have that as your end goal, sometimes that's not enough. No, it's not enough. Mm-mm. It's yeah. not enough. Yeah. yeah, well, it's cool that you guys focus on the whole person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Just the, the yeah. question, just that's cool to me. The questionnaire, like mm-hmm. like you said, when did you buy new clothes, yep. when this blood pressure medication, all that stuff. I mean, it does give you, like you said, a, a really a deeper sense of why yeah. you're doing it. It's almost like a reminder for them, too. It gets, it lets you guys get to know them better. Oh, absolutely. But then for them, it's like, oh, yeah, it helps them to get to know themselves yeah. better, too, which is cool. Because there always is a deeper purpose. Even if they don't know purpose. it, there's always yeah. a deep, you it know. Is. It's yeah, not yeah. just, then they and could go up, out and do it on the, you know. Try and it's to, up to us to make sure that, you know, we're so dialed in mm-hmm. with that client. Right. And that student, athlete, that youth. Right. To where they get it right away and they say, whoa. These right. people yeah. really care about making yeah. sure that they care so much that they're going to hold me accountable to make sure I achieve mm-hmm. that. And if I don't achieve that, then we got to revisit mm-hmm. on why we're not achieving certain certain goals. Right. Right. That's so awesome. there was, um, so, I was, so like I said, I was listening to your podcast, yep. which we'll, we'll touch on a little no, bit later. No, it's all good. But um, your co-host, Damien, yep. he was telling a story about how, and make sure you guys listen to it, but um, he was telling a story about when you started training him. There was, I don't know if he was doing bear crawls or yep. what he was doing, yep. but he was supposed to go a certain amount of yards. Yeah, he was and, pushing a sled. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, pushing a sled. sled. Yeah, that's 10, what it was. He had 10 more yards to go. So we, we have, it's, it's. He gave us too much credit. He said 60 yards. We actually have a facility with 57 yards in terms so I'm going to take three yards back. 60 sounds I, good, though. Yeah, Damien, yeah. I know if you're listening, bro, it's, it's, it's 57. But, <laughs> nah, but no, he, right. was, yeah, he was pushing uh, He was pushing the sled. And, you know, I mean, at, he he had a goal. Yeah. He had a goal. He wanted to, to look a certain way and right. burn so much fat and so he could look amazing for the photo shoot that he looked amazing for. Yeah. Um you know, he's, he, you know, when people tell you that they have goals, it's kind of like, it's like a person tell you that they want to be great, but then they show up late for workouts. Um, they do all the different things that don't say that they want to be great. Right. So you say, well, you say you want to be great, but you miss this, you miss that, you miss, I'm confused. Mm. Can't be great by doing all those things, right? So Damien worked very hard. He wanted to, he, he had a certain goal in a certain amount of time. So we already knew we were kind of behind the eight ball a little bit, so to speak, from the time he... He came to the time he wanted to do certain things. So, I mean, I knew my abilities. I knew if I was able to get everything out of him, he would accomplish the goals he had set for him. Right. I knew I was going to bust my butt to make sure I hold myself accountable to do those things. And I knew he was going to do so. But when you do that, if you're willing to say that that's what you're going to do, you better be willing to do whatever it takes to make it happen. Yeah. So he's pushing the sled. Um, and the way that we do things is you have to finish it or you do it all over. I mean, it's no if and bust, right? We're developing right. the mind, right? right? Right. The body's gonna feel like the body's gonna feel, but I always right. say, if you let them both go, it's 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 a wrap. It's mm-hmm. not gonna work. One thing has to be stronger than the other, right? Right. So obviously, the body at the point wasn't that strong, but the mind is. I mean, you know what you're getting signed up for, especially if you yeah. see people mm-hmm. already prior to you. Mm-hmm. So he's pushing the sled. I mean, we have ten more yards to go. He's pushed. The, he's pushed the sled forty-seven yards. Right. And I'm telling him the whole time, if you if you if you don't finish this, as he's driving, I'm walking with him. Come on, let's 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 make it happen. You only yeah. got 20 more yards. You only got 15 more yards, and I can see he's dying out. Right. You know, his body's dying out, but his mind. You know, there's still some mind that's left. Right. Right. Definitely enough mind left to push it 15 more yards. I mean, you mm-hmm. just pushed it. How far? So he's getting to the and he just falls. I mean, he just oh. collapses. Oh. 10 yards to go. I mean, we're talking from that wall to that wall. Right. Oh. Right. Right. I mean, he just pushed it. Right. Right. 
So I don't understand why you can't push it ten more yards. Yeah. I mean, nope. there's no, there's nothing in me, there's <laughs> yeah, yeah. nothing, there's nothing in me at that point is going to be understand why. Okay. Now I know your body's hurt, and I can give you all the reasons what you're thinking. Sure, mm -hmm. my body's hurting. I just pushed it all this way. How many people have pushed? How many people have really done this before? You know, I, yeah. I, I you're yeah. having me do it. You're not doing all these different things, right? Right, right, right. right. You're making excuses, excuses in your mind. Uh -huh. right? So you fall uh -huh. and. Did he look up like he looks up maybe at me? Coach and I won't. say, I say, you're gonna finish it. He pushes the last ten yards. I say, let's we're running this all the way back. <laughs> you know, and yeah, and and it's interesting. This is this is why I say we do the what we do. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. After he gets out there, he takes a thirty second break, not even a long break, and he pushes the sled up there and back without stopping. It's amazing. Oh my god. So 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 now. There's nothing that he can convince me. So uh -huh. think about that. I mean, that yeah. that in itself, you mm -hmm. had 10 yards to go, mm -hmm. and now you just you just had the times of 57 yards times two, right? And you did that without stopping, right? Uh -huh. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. So, so so mentally, he just dialed in and focused. He finally made his mind up and says, "Lim will literally have me here all night, right? Mm -hmm. Regardless of how tired my body is." Until my mind gets strong enough. And mm -hmm. I told him that day, I re he left that off there. I said, my wife is cool with me being out all night, right? She understands my grind. <laughs> she knows my grind. So she's not going to, she's not going to. Those are terrifying she's words. Gonna, she's going she's gonna to call me up and yeah. say, hey, where you at? I'm going to say, hey, I'm still here getting yeah. Damien right. Perfect. I'll see you when you get home. Yeah. You know, no, no, because she understands how passionate I am about making sure yeah. someone someone yeah. is needs to, yeah. has to be successful. Right. So yeah. I told him, I said, hey. My wife is cool with it. You're the last session I got. Man, if I so, I'm married. If I heard that I, from my trainer, I'm like, oh, you know, it's gonna be a long night. You know, you're 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 the you're the last one I got today. So I mean, so we're good. We got the whole night. Hey, hey and I'm used but, to not. I'm not. Man. I'm used to not getting too much sleep. So we'll we'll be here all night. Oh my so gosh. I'll be here early for tomorrow. Hey, it's all good. I know. So. Isn't that amazing though? How how quickly then yeah. they can just do do with it. It's like mentally. I I train I train softball girls, and so it's amazing. Absolutely, it's amazing the difference to where they're holding. I won't just they hold a plank. All right, uh, two minute plank go as it, they do it as a team. Yep. And then after four, like forty seconds, I see a knee drop, and I'm like, Yep. What? Why? And yep. then I stop. Okay, stop. Yes. I'm like. Let's do it again. We're gonna redo this. We're gonna do yeah. it, and then they hold it, and they hold their plank, and I'm like, oh, and whoever drops the knee, we start all we start over. All right, right, and right. so, and right. it's a miracle. Then they can all they hold all the plank it. after that. And they all so can do it. It's just all mental. So I tell them it's, it's all in your head. It's all it's mm -hmm. all in your head. Well, that's the, that's the reason I wanted you to tell that story is because you know the whole idea of mm -hmm. game, you know, game fit sack yep. and the, the gym. Mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously you're like you've mentioned a million times. You're gonna get stronger. You're gonna get faster. That's what they're there for. But the bigger benefit is what it does to their mind. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know I mean, and if you walk away and your mind's unchanged, well, you you obviously didn't work hard. No, enough. you didn't. You didn't work hard, or 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 we did something wrong. Or you're not a game fit. Or we're not. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that's a different exactly. gym. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all good too. We understand that. You know, it's it's. Uh, it's it's different at our facility, but you know what? That's the brand that we've built, you know. And and um, I'm proud of that. You know, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm proud of that. Obviously, we want everyone to have that that I that opportunity to come in and grind and mm -hmm. things like that. But we understand that it's not going to be right for everybody. Right. Um, and that's right. and that's okay. That's okay, especially if it's not maybe not might be right at that time. Right. And then you yeah. realize that hey, you know what? That's exactly what I needed. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and that's happened. Of course, multiple, multiple times. Mm -hmm. So, so going off of that, one of the questions I have is, 
so when an athlete, so we, we deal a lot with high school athletes and coaches, yep. so that's kind of more of our focus. But when you have a, say a high school uh, football player, or basketball player come in and wants to train with you, yep. and you start seeing their work ethic and stuff like that, how can, because you've been doing this for a while, so how can you tell when there's an athlete who's like, okay, it's a good athlete, versus, oh, okay, this is an athlete that has potential to make it to the next level and maybe even the next level yep. after that. Like what, what is it about their mindset? What is it about their makeup that, that can tell you that they're built. You know that. what is interesting because I mean I I I'm gonna answer that in twofold. Okay. I've seen the athlete that comes in with a whole lot of ability, yeah. with a strong mind, um, but they they lack other areas, and that's the work ethic. Yeah. Right. So 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 they're the ones that you love to work with because they're very athletic, mm -hmm. and you know they have a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. You like to work with them because now you got to really show them how to work. Mm -hmm. Right. See. When you're going, when you're trying to move up the charts, you know, so to speak, levels, um, there's levels to it. And you have to really, really, really work hard. So what a person with not a lot of good work ethic doesn't understand is you're going to get to a point where there's going to be a lot of people, if you're going the right path, where they're as talented as you, mm -hmm. they probably might be faster than you. Right. And stronger than you, but you're gonna come across someone as is a straight up dog, yeah. who has that work ethic as well. So they're kind of. Right. So what, what do we need to do to find that? If you're like I said, if you're showing up for workouts late, because people have allowed you to show up to workouts late because maybe of your status, we got to fix that. Mm -hmm. We have to fix that. So an athlete like that, I'm I'm working in that area, right? right? To sure. get them to to really show how to work, how to work put themselves on a schedule on a consistent mm -hmm. schedule you don't just come in when you want to work out because that's yeah. not how people work right you know so i'm approaching a person like that mm -hmm. at a different way of a person who comes in here with all of the, the they want to work hard but they're not just as talented mm -hmm. i like working with those athletes mm -hmm. as well and the reason yeah. why is because they're so appreciative mm -hmm. um they understand that you're going to do whatever it takes you're going to spend all the extra hours and the extra mm -hmm. time because they work hard. I mean, right. who doesn't want to? Yeah. Those are kind of like the, mm -hmm. those are kind of like the the people that is what I like to say is the majority of the world, right? Is yeah. the person who, mm -hmm. they say they're the underdog. They've mm -hmm. always maybe had to work harder than the next person in front of them. Right. But you know what you're going to get from that person. You know they're going to show up on time. Yep. They're going to come work hard. Now you're just kind of fine tuning. I mean, you're just now you're just you're just you're just working with them to get better on that skill set mm -hmm. because right. they already have what it takes. The right coaches at the right programs at the right mm -hmm. you, one thing you always want is a person that works hard yeah yeah, yeah. you you know someone you want a, a hard working consistent mm -hmm. person yeah. because every day you know they're going to bring their a game they're going to mm -hmm. be consistent they're going to show up on time they're going to be a good yeah. team player yeah. they're going to be highly motivated just because that's what they do mm -hmm. and you're not going to get you're not going they're not going to talk back to you they're going to mm -hmm. they're going to do what you need them to do mm -hmm. so I mean, we're, when you're dealing with athletes at all levels, the ones that I come across, I believe regardless of their financial status, their background, mm -hmm. everyone needs something. Mm -hmm. You know, a person who's financially situated, they have the money to do it, but they might lack something else. They might just, right. the commitment, because it right. just comes easy. Right. Versus a person who comes from a struggle area mm -hmm. and finances or something that they're taking that opportunity is, please, I just... Can can we can how can we figure this out because right, I'm a, right. I'm gonna bust my butt, and in some cases it's it's flip flopped. I mean so, right, right. you know you you know you you just have to really dial in with mm -hmm. every athlete right. and kind of find out what's motivating them, what they need to do, 
and everyone who has a goal to achieve, I mean, you just you just really, like I said, hold right. them accountable to the different th- areas of opportunity that they need to get better at. Right. That's awesome. Wow. I'm like you. I like I love training those boy I boys and girls. Yeah, right? absolutely. I love training the ones that um, you know, whether or not how skilled they are, but the ones that just work their butts yes. off. Like I've I mean, now, you, it's, you want it's that crazy. guy or that girl on your yeah. team. I mean, well, of, yeah. of course. I mean, that's that's yeah. the because you know. Uh-huh. I mean, you know. So when they have the success that you always knew that they can have. Yeah. Especially when maybe others thought that they wouldn't have that kind of success. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's one of those things where you say to yourself, and they happens to us all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I know kids that have sat in the bench through youth sports or high school, and they never were around the right people mm-hmm. to get them role. They weren't motivated. Right. They they had some talent, maybe right. not the talent that everybody's seen, and they and people didn't believe in them. And then they come to us, and they never come off the bench, guys and girls. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Right. I don't even get so excited over those stories anymore because I know what people have in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you have right. a little a little a little faith and a little right. hunger in you, yeah. I mean I, I like to feel like Game Fit, yeah. you know, we're gonna get we're gonna get the rest out of you. All I need is just a little bit of desire from you. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially awesome. if, if a student has that accountability already built in them. Because I think when when you're mentoring young athletes, mm-hmm. one of the most challenging things, and, and you know this better than anybody, is teaching the accountability side of it. Like, Absolutely. You're not going to always have people around you. You're not gonna always, always going to have Coach Lem around you yep. or, or Coach Deb to, exactly. to push you. At some point, it's just going to fall on you. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And so if you can have an athlete that has that built into them already, it's like the, after that, it's like... I know. We just get to work. Yeah. Absolutely. You know because I mean? now, you're, now you, you've transformed. You know I mean? I... Like I said, I, I like to speak on myself. I knew before, previously, I thought I was holding myself accountable. But then when you start saying holding yourself accountable, it's like really you look back and you say, wow, I was trying to say I held myself accountable and I was still making excuses. Mm-hmm. Accountability comes with accountability. I mean, it's kind of like you know why, what happened, what you need to do different. And there's no, there's you can't you can't say, Oh, I, I, no, I mean, you, you messed up. You made a mistake. And, right. and holding yourself accountable because that's how you learn. That's how you get better. So now, every day when I'm not successful, I tell myself I'm not successful because of me. Mm. Right. You know, uh, you know I, I was late because of me. Mm. You know, it wasn't the traffic. We understand things have happened. But if you know you the traffic right. was traffic before, then you know you might need to get up even a little bit earlier mm. because things happen. So. Right. I mean, there's, and that's just kind of that's just kind of now how I try to go about everything that we do, um, right. in a, right. on a day to day basis. Right. Yeah, that's wow. that's good. Um, something that's coming to my across in my mind, and we ask a lot of our guests this. So, I mean, you have a lot of motivation that seems like it's already built in you. Was there someone when you were younger or more, or more recently in your life that that motivated you in terms of like a coach, a teacher, a parent that had yeah. an impact on your yeah, life? Yeah, you know, I think. Um, I mean, there's so many people. There's so many people that have played a, a, a part. Uh, my wife, um, but my athletes, my clients. Um, I've always been pretty motivated. Obviously, my mom and I've watched my parents and stuff work hard, and I've had brothers that have worked hard, and I've, I've been fortunate enough to be around some some pretty good athletes that I've I've seen work hard. But I, to what's really kind of like got me so motivated is is I'm super scared to fail now. Mm. I mean, I just don't, you know, I, I've set a, I've set a goal for myself that I like moving forward and I don't like taking steps back anymore. You know, 
not meaning like I'm not going to continue to learn and things right. aren't going to happen. But, you know, when you when you've had some some pretty rough times and you've almost felt like you were going to throw the towel in yeah. and you stayed strong and you stayed consistent and you stayed, you know, you stayed faithfully and, and, and ethically uh, doing the right things. Yeah. And, um, you know, God has just told you to have that small mustard seed type faith and you've seen it work, I mean, you just really just have, I mean, I'm super motivated to just, to have everyone around me be successful. Mm -hmm. I've never been a person who've not wanted to, the people around you to be successful. I'm just, I'm just not that guy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, regardless of pe what people might think, you know, because when you're having success, sometimes people, people feel like, oh, you're about yourself. Um, but by no way, shape of the imagination, I love, you know, I love people around me being very, very successful. That's awesome. Um, so it's just kind of one of those things. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm at a good place in the sense of I want, I want greatness. You know what I mean? I want to be yeah. great. And, uh, when, when I leave this earth, I definitely want to, I want to be someone that was recognized as someone who, who busted her butt yeah. because we don't, we don't know how long this thing is going to last. Yeah. I like that's it. Awesome. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. You seem like a self-motivated person, already, yeah. you know, already. Yeah. So right. that, yeah, that's awesome. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I have a, a question that I, I skipped over. This is going in a completely different direction. That's no, all but good. What, what were some, uh, like, did you have a favorite athlete when you were growing up? Growing yeah, up? you know, I loved Herschel Walker. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. I loved Herschel Walker. I loved Barry Sanders. I loved Michael Jordan. Yep. Um, you know, I, 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 loved, I loved Michael Jordan. I mean, he was, he was one of those people where I – I had to rush rush home from from right. school, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because you know the Bulls games, you know, yeah. the East Coast time, and I knew right. mom was only gonna let me, you know, not stay up super super late. But right. um, so Michael Jordan uh, was definitely definitely you know one of the athletes that I always looked up to. Um, I like Ricky Henderson. I like Mark McGuire because yeah, I yeah. used to like baseball, and yeah. so I you know until I started striking out in high school, then I. <laughs> <laughs> that will change things a little you know bit. Yeah. i literally i was so good at baseball and i get to high yeah. school and i couldn't hit a pitch so yeah. but you know there's there's just so there's just different athletes but michael jordan was like is like it was like my favorite that's just the pinnacle that yeah. was like the athletes. pinnacle yeah. you know just yeah. it, because i just felt like it was it's just like i couldn't i didn't want to miss anything he did on the court yeah. right you know what yeah. i mean oh absolutely um, absolutely so, yeah no it's i'm glad i got I'm glad you brought up the baseball thing too, because something you were doing, especially during baseball season, was yep. training baseball yes, athletes. Yes. I don't know if you saw any of the stuff he was doing, but some of that stuff I've never seen before. Like the thing that got oh. me the most was I kept like watching over and over was you had them the players on their knees. Knees spilling off the pad with the band. With the band. Yes. Wow. Yeah, you'll have to you'll have to check oh, it out. It's okay. crazy. I'm like, yeah. But some of the stuff oh. like you were doing there was just explosive super movement. Yeah, crazy. it's just the movement. Yep. You know, um regardless of the athlete, regardless whether it's a, a female athlete. A male athlete, a youth athlete, a pro athlete. It's all about athletic movement, yeah. right. explosive movements, mm -hmm. fast twitch movements, yeah. um, obviously conditioning, sure. uh, being able to be conditioned enough to even do the movements. Right. Um, so I focus a lot on that. Uh, and I think that's important uh, of where, where there's, and then you also want to do different things that prevent injuries. Mm -hmm. uh, we know We know that you know, you have to know certain techniques to prevent knee injuries, right. uh, you know, arm injury. What? And I'm not saying injuries aren't going to happen, but right. what I mean is there's there's different there's different ways, I believe, that you can train and right. do different things. Yeah. 
And I think if you're explosive, if you're flexible, if you're agile, I mean, there's, there's, I think that that helps you prevent injuries, and I, I think it allows you to be successful in regards of what what sports you play. So it's just, and I'm a student of all sports. You know what I mean? Regardless of, I played football. My background is football, but I'm, you know, I'm always constantly watching different sports. I see the different movements that they use, and how our training can kind of, you know help those different movements and just adding different things to our, our, our training game and having my, my trainers shadow and learning from my trainers who yeah. are dialed in with, you know, right. what they're doing. I mean, I learn stuff from my people all the time. So yeah. we just, I mean, it's just one of those things where you get, you just got to be dialed in with the, the different movements. Yeah. Do you get, do you get MMA? We do. People in the gym? Oh, yeah. That's, you know, a, that's a completely yeah. different yeah. thing, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, their their mindset, I mean, we train, you know, Max Payne. Um, yeah. We train Max Payne. We play Anthony, train Anthony Fluffy Hernandez. Okay. Josh Dim. I mean, we train a lot of, a lot of, their training is just different. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I've, I've trained some pretty darn good sports athletes, but the mindset of an wow. MMA athlete right. is like nothing you've ever let me say me nothing i've ever experienced i mean their mindset their right. mind their mindset is just so amazing i mean it literally makes your game as a trainer just rise to a whole nother level wow. you literally have to give them there's no down period and wow. you say what do you mean by that the intensity of a training workout from a conditioning standpoint from an explosive weight training standpoint right. from any type of explosive movement standpoint training those guys i mean is is like i mean it's like no other I mean, their their ability to go from from mentally and physically exhausted to restarting from a mentally right. physically exhausting restarting from right. mentally physically restarting is is there's it's it's unmatched right. while getting punched in the face. Right, I was it, it is, they have to. Hey, it yeah, is yeah. because they're you know, getting punched in the face. It is. Right. It, yeah, it yeah. is. And I tell them, I say, they say, they say, oh my gosh, Lim, you train us so hard. And I say, well, you have to look at it like this. You literally step in the ring. Yeah. We literally with you can literally die. Mm. Right. It's, it's survival. It's a survival mode. Right. So me as a trainer, I have to make sure from a conditioning and a physical standpoint. Yeah that you're physically and mentally so strong to where that does not happen, right. you know? And, and, and that's, how, that's how your mind has to be and that's how your body has to be. That's the kind of shape that you have to be. And um, so our sessions, our sessions together is, is I mean, it's, it's, so, it's so emotionally um, taxing Mm -hmm. um, and it's, I mean, it's, but it's the, it's the most bonding experience, mm -hmm. um, that I've ever had with the athlete because, because you know, what's at stake. I mean, you do know what's at stake. So, right. I mean, those guys, those guys are, those, those, those athletes are, are second to none when you're, when you're training guys like that. Wow. Can imagine how intense that is. Yeah, it's intense. And like, but rewarding too. Just, oh, so rewarding. Yeah. That's and awesome. when they win, when they win, you know, MMA is interesting. You know, me, I always say I'm big on winning, right? I understand we're learning different things yeah. as you, as we're winning, I mean, or we wouldn't play the game, right? right. We want to win. Right. I mean, but we learn valuable things through losing, right? There's, mm. there's, there's Absolutely. different things. We learn valuable things. So it's kind of a twofold, mm -hmm. but we want to win. MMA is different, right? I've learned this, right? Cause I'm learning this sport. I'm, I'm, I'm not an MMA trainer. I'm a conditioning strength speed guy, right? right. So when when they're in victory, you're so happy that they won because 
not just because they won, because they survived, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're leaving healthy to hug their kids and their wives and their families. But then also because they physically and mentally went through the most draining experience of their life. Yeah. But when they lose, you probably earn more respect from them. <laughs> yeah. I, you probably, me, yeah. I'm like, whoa, you lost. Yeah. But man, the heart that you shown in yeah. that in that loss yeah. is almost like you won. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, That's so a great point. Yeah. and you know, and Max showed in his in his very tough defeat, he had had a big, huge win victory when we were in what was it, Atlanta, yeah. and then he fought an amazing, amazing fight out of state. I don't remember where it was at, and he lost, but he actually fought harder in the loss than he did in the win so and i've seen such a such a such an inspiring such an inspiring i mean i mean it was so emotionally in my heart to watch him you know he was we thought he was down and out i mean in the heart he came to show to withstand the and the, the the grit that he gave to come back and barely lose yeah i mean i to me he was I see no more victorious than the win. Right. right. So, so yeah. that just kind of tells you the way that that sport is, mm-hmm. um, and I have a total different different respect from that from that sport. Right. And I wasn't a big MMA guy until we started training different MMA yeah. and learning more about you know exactly what it all entails. Before right. it was kind of like yeah, I, just, I don't know about that. How do you get in the ring? Fighting. Yeah, yeah. Now it's 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 you know it's it's um. You know, it's 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 interesting how your viewpoint changes right. about things um, when you're open to to really being open yeah. and not um, assuming or judging and kind of just finding it. Man, you learn. You, I mean, I know I did. So my view on MMA fighting versus when I first started training, mm-hmm. those guys is way different. Yeah. Oh, well, I especially mean, because you're on that journey with them. I'm on yeah. the journey. I'm on the journey with them. Um, but like you you're know, taking I, every punch. It's like in a sense, like yeah. you feel like you're taking every punch. Absolutely. The victory is like I, I can't even imagine. My mom, if I was, if I ever did MMA, like when I was younger, <laughs> my mom would have gotten nuts. Like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's 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 yeah. it's it's um. It's different, but you know, it's been, um, it's, you know, it's just this whole, this whole, this whole journey to where we're at right now, man. It's, it's just been, it's just been a blessing wow. uh, for us. That's awesome. Well, we could, we could keep you here for forever. I know. I want to talk to you about so many things, uh, Str- oh, strength yeah. and conditioning related, but we don't want to keep you. No, here. that's no, cool. We definitely want to have yeah. you back on. Um, yeah. So, tell us a little bit before we get out of here. No uh, doubt. More about how. Um, so let me ask you this: Game Fit certified. What yep. does that entail? You know, everybody's not Game Fit certified. You know, people people tag it now, um, and and you know we've talked a lot about a lot of different things uh, so far. Um, but what Game Fit certified means is, it's it's more about consistency. Okay. Um, it's more about consistency. It's about time. It's about putting in your work. It's about it's about not you know you as a karate athlete right you don't go from one belt and it jump right to black belt right? right you have to earn you have to earn it and that comes with consistency that comes with time that comes with applying all the different things you've learned that right. there's 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 stages and and game fear certified is that i mean it's one of those things where people have worked you know there's there's people that have have been the first per, the first client to ever be with me right mm-hmm. who's worked hard and is is put in different work and there's, it's like the, it's like the people before you that have kind of set the standard for the brand, and and they're the ones that kind of came up with what it means to be game fit certified, working hard, blood, sweat, and tears, and 
and and just being consistently grinding nonstop mentally and physically and being good people and giving back and all those different things and and that's what it is. I mean, really, it, it kind of just you know we started saying game fit certified, game fit certified, and then we just you know there's there's some the people that are tagged the real game fit certified they've they've put in their time they've put nice. in their dues they've been loyal to to the brand they've they've been very consistent they've right. they've 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 literally treated the brand as if it, it was their own mm -hmm. and you know yeah, and, yeah. and for me i mean i look at it now and i'm kind of like i see people wearing the shirts and the and the and the hats and everything and i'm like you you guys built that. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of like the guy who's behind it, but no way, shape, or form do I even want all that credit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm part of the process. Right. You know, I'm part of the process, and and they've 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 built this brand and they've built the tagline Game Fit Certified. So that's yeah. kind of what it is. Nice. And then before also before we end, I want to um, tell us really quickly about your podcast yes. that you just started. Oh, so the podcast, um, you know, it's it's called In the Game. Yeah. My boy D. Um, so here's it's interesting because we started a podcast. You know, it's, we have a lot of different not only athletes. I mean, sports sports anchors, news anchors, models, um, youth, parents, uh, business owners, yeah. business people. We have yeah. a lot of we have a lot of supportive people to the brand. So I mean, basically, we me and Damien, who we, we you know, hey, we know each other, and we're kind of like we're like, hey. Why don't we start a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, That's like, how it I'm like, I'm yeah. like, we, I mean, we, I mean, we, I think we, we know the people that like we yeah. want to get on podcasts, and I love to talk. You know yeah. what I mean? I love, yeah. and people, I, it's it, forget. I don't. I could talk about everybody else. I don't. But so I'm yeah. passionate about people, and I'm passionate about yeah. what we're doing. So yeah. I was like, man, you just give me a mic. You do all the stuff that you know how to do, because I. That's not my. I'm. Hey, you know, yeah. I'm a, I can. I'm a. I'm good at what I do. Right. I'm not. I'm good at talking. I'm good at all that because I love. I love being involved. Yeah. Right. Sure. You know, anytime yeah. you yeah. got to talk, you know, I was a kid in class where I raised my hand and say, even if the answer was wrong, I'm gonna raise my hand and teacher had to say, <laughs> can you stop raising your hand? <laughs> so, but I'm like, hey, it's all good. I don't yeah. care. Right. Yeah. I'm the guy that's at the front of the line. Hey, you want to try this drill? I'll be a little kid. I don't know nothing about the drill, <laughs> but I want to be the first person to hop up in the drill. So, yeah. so the podcast kind of started. Up, we were like, I was like, hey. You know how to do it. You know how to set it all up. He's like, well, yeah. I said, I said, man, I think it. I think it'll be something that'd be good. And and we we were throwing some names out, and um, he said, what's up? Why? Why do you, we just threw different names out? He said, we think about in the game, and I said, man, in the game, anybody could be in the game, right? Right. Hey, we could be in yeah. the game of life. We could right. be in the. We could be in a real game, right? Yeah. We could be, yeah. it, it, whatever, and fits. and it, and it, it fits and. Yeah. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a good thing. It's gonna be a good vibe. Um, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be created with energy. Yeah. So not, not you know, I don't I don't know how to I'm not a um I'm not a I'm just kinda like, hey, you give me a topic yeah. and yeah. let's just roll let's with go. it. Yeah. I just flow. I mean I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to I'm bad at scripts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight up. I'm 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 bad. I'm so bad. I'm not I'm not that structured and that organized. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. I'm so structured with training. Right. I could take 30 people, 40 people in a group, and you would be like, he had to prepare this for like three months. Right. Because it's it's just a structure, just, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because that's it's it that's just kind of like what I do. Yeah. Right. But if you give me something, I mean, I mean, I can I can read it and be like, 
I'm going. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a cliff note guy, <laughs> oh, man. No. I just want give me a summary. That's the way to do tell it. Tell me, tell me what it is. Yep. Tell me what you what's the what are we trying to get from it, and yep. then I, and I'm gonna just flow with it. Yeah. Just press record. That's I'm worse with the script than when I'm not with the script. <laughs> well, we look. didn't know that, but we didn't send you the questions. No, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Thank God you didn't send me the questions. I guess no, so. no, yeah, I, yeah. We, I'm glad. Well, and the questions are more so for us, so we could like yeah, barely. It, it's actually the questions <laughs> like on our phones for us is to bring us back because we go down so many. Yeah, but look, holes. but look how smooth that flow, though. You got you see, <laughs> like if I had that, I'm going. I'm literally going to probably ask that question, that question. And I'm going to forget all the other ones. And then we're just going to be talking. And you're going to be like, what did, he, what did he really even answer? You know, what did he even ask us? But so that's good. Right. Okay, that's good. good. We appreciate we that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. No, see, that's that's structure. But see, we barely that's, stay that's, to this. That's how good D is. I'm not like that. <laughs> that's, that's why it's a perfect partnership. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a perfect partnership. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you know, I walked in, the, you know, I walk in, and I'm like, hey, you know, he's like, hey, we're, I'm like, whatever. Just let's, talk. You're let's like, just flow. go. Just go. And it was good. Like I said, I listened to it before, like literally 30 minutes before we came in here. I listened to it. It's good. You guys definitely need to check it out. Yeah. If, you, if you want this kind of motivation all the time, yeah. it's Tuesday mornings, right? Yeah, Tuesday mornings okay. drops. Tuesday mornings. It, right when you wake Wait. up, it's, yeah, it's, it's oh, Tuesday morning. The first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we. Okay. So yeah, what's today? Today's Tuesday. Today it dropped. Oh, it, dropped, it, dropped today. Today. it dropped today. Today's Tuesday. You guys yeah. gotta tune in, check it out. Definitely yeah. check it out. I've listened to it a few times, but you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm so judgment. You know, I'm so yeah. judgmental myself. That's how we should be, right? I'm like, hey, oh, man. I'm like, I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh, I'm no. looking at, I'm listening to it. I'm like, I mean, it's cool, Liam, but I mean, next Tuesday better be better than this Tuesday, bro. Oh no, we it, we, we talk about that all the time. Mm. I'll text Devin like, hey. Uh, you know that hour we recorded? The whole thing was trash. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Who's got to And then you know, D D's like, "Hey, dude, my mic sounds so bad. Next week, your mic, my, your mic was better than my mic." I'm like, he's like, "Next week, <laughs> we come have it. a better." I'm like, I'm like, "Hey, you know what? It's hey, it's, it's it is what it is. You know, it's it's real. Um, our podcast is gonna be real. It's not gonna be scripted. It's gonna be. It's just gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be us. You know, the people it's that good. we bring in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I might ask some questions. I'm definitely not. If I ask questions, my questions aren't going to be scripted. These might. <laughs> I'm just asking a question. I'm yeah. just saying, hey, I'm going to ask them. I don't know. But, right, right, yeah. right. So they better be ready just yeah. to be able to answer questions there on the go. spot. You got to keep up. I, That's the main yeah. thing. You got to keep up. You got to keep up. You got to keep up. I stopped listening to our episodes. I listened to the first two or three, and then Josh will listen to them, but I, I, I hated hearing the sound of my voice. Yeah. I, so I'm like, it's okay. If you, if you approve, too, Josh, we're good. Yeah. We're no, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all good, but that's you know it's uh, it's gonna be exciting. I'm I'm, I'm excited about that because yeah. uh, because it, it brings a lot of attention to a lot of different people yes. who, sure. who yeah. who deserve the attention, you know. And it's yep. I think that's I think that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well, hey man, again awesome. we appreciate it. Where can they yeah. find you? Social media, uh, all that stuff. Game at Game Fit Sack on Instagram, Facebook, Game Fit Sack. Um, our phone number is nine one six five five zero. You can. Uh, look at me, I'm giving five five zero zero six five eight nine one six area code www.game-fit.com and then where are you guys located uh Here commerce oh that's good see see mm-hmm. i that forgot was, that I, I didn't think about Dang, that okay okay mm-hmm. i see you so mm-hmm. yep. uh 209 commerce circle suite 400 okay. sacramento california 95815 boom yeah it's boom. it's dope i have never been there but i've seen Man, the you guys you guys gotta come no it's uh yeah. You know, it's just, it's, you um, gotta check it out, yeah. You gotta come check yeah. it out. At least come see it. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do that for sure. We can make yeah. that happen. Yeah, you Absolutely. gotta make it happen. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys. Thank, Thank you for having you me. So much. Thank you, man. We, we definitely appreciate it. And you guys definitely listen to this one. Go listen to In Game Podcast. Deb, yeah. where can they follow us? Um, on Twitter at Sports Character, Instagram at Character Combine, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. 
Yeah. Make sure you follow. Tap in with them. Yeah, thank hey, you. Hey, make sure you guys aren't out there just tagging Game Fit Certified if you were not. Yeah. No, they, yeah, don't do that. We, we got to put an end to that. Yeah, we're going to put an end to that. Now, you yeah. got, now we know what it is. <laughs> That's right. All right, man, we appreciate it. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you.